So did did you see? Did I send it to you or Jamie sent it to me? The, the TikTok about the Demar the, uh, the Hamlin guy still being. They're saying that wasn't him on the field, even though he came out during the Super Bowl. They're saying that wasn't him. Oh man, the conspiracy theories are going crazy again. I bet. Like, oh, he didn't have a tattoo when he did this, and why is there a tattoo on his hand all of a sudden? All this weird shit saying it's not him. Well, <laughs> if they were smart, they'd realize that the video of him not with the tattoo was on the eighth. Oh, okay. And then the tattoo was on the ninth. So, you know, uh, tattoos can magically appear when you go to a tattoo shop and get one. Well, yeah, no. And shit. if you saw the picture of it, it's a fresh ass tattoo. Oh. Uh -huh. No, but they were saying that he had a tattoo and now it's gone. Something on his neck, I think. I don't know. I no, didn't look too much into it. that tattoo was still there. Other people oh. showed pictures, and it's just real faded. Oh. So, Donnie, did you... I need you to go to um, Karma as much as you can and buy four, <laughs> four Deadwood cigars every time you go and then write my name on the raffle ticket until the 28th. Will they raffle? Fuck that. You know, if he wins, he's going to keep the fucking humidor. No, he can't because I told him about it. Oh, they're raffling off a humidor? Badass humidor. The Deadwood one. The, yeah. It's a coffin shape. And it's got the Deadwood girls all on the top. Oh, that I, must be new because I didn't see that when I went. I want it so bad. You don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, and I was telling him and Sergio and them that uh, <clears throat> people are selling them online, like on Facebook and shit. Oh, that is cool. For like, <laughs> for like three grand. Yeah, sure. I'll write your name down. <laughs> oh, so I have one entry so far. <laughs> um, yeah, 2018 was Roquan at pick eight. Oh, okay. That was the uh, Baker Mayfield number one overall draft. Wow, oh, what a great pick that was. I wouldn't know. So you know my holiday's coming up, right? Fat Tuesday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when is that? Tuesday. Oh, is it Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. Ash Wednesday is Wednesday. So don't expect him to be at work for his I don't home. give a shit. I'm he, there. He doesn't He doesn't do anything for me anyway except for check me in. This <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> he checks me in. He says, you know, check your damage rail, get your call-ins. You want to know why I don't have to do anything for him? Because that used to be my route, and it's in tip-top condition. So I just said, don't, don't fuck is. my route up. <laughs> and it still is. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I'm still waiting to get back to work. That still nothing? Us over. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. We were supposed to, they were supposed to start six weeks worth of work, 30 guys on each shift. So about like 60 something guys total. They ended up calling out only welders for 13 days. Damn. Where at? What job? Nipsco in Michigan City. Uh oh. So I'm just waiting for something else to come up. If this lasts until mid-March, I'm going to call uh, Porter's local. Oh, yeah. Can you switch like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go to other states and work. Where's Porter at? Illinois. Oh. I swear I see him every now and then driving home. But I'm not sure if that's him or not. What car? It's that Jeep, but... Oh. I don't remember what stickers he has on the back windshield. Star Wars, probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know that. Whatever. Thanks. Welcome back to another episode of Impulsive Thoughts, and Don is tired. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> Wait, me too. Can I be another tired guy on the show? What are you There's tired only room from? for one of me. I can't really, I mean, what are both you guys tired from? Listen, fuckface. <laughs> Talk all the shit you want. First of all, I'm old. The real old. Okay, We've true. We've established true. that already. I'll give you that. Give Not you that. Donnie's fake old. And I get up at 3 a.m. every day, so do you. And I have kids. And then I'll get to sleep through the night. That's plausible. Yeah. And I'm old again. And I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Don over here. You guys decided, 
You guys got up at three. I went to bed at. That's why I decided to go to sleep when we were waking up. And I woke up at six thirty. Nice. What girl were you talking to last night? TikTok. (laughs) What girl were you talking to? Was it table? No. (laughs) It seems like wait. You have a girl you're talking. It seems. It seems like breaking news. Breaking news. Just likes to be a dick sometimes. No, well, I was going to say, like, it seems like that joke's kind of, like, falling off. Like, you, it seems like you don't really talk to her that much anymore. So, wait, can we get real on the pod for a minute and me ask the stupidest question to prove how much of not a great friend I am of your Donnie's and just an acquaintance for now until we get better friends? <laughs> until we get better friends. Can I? I need to know the dad story. Is, did your dad pass away or what's going on? Why the dad? No, jokes? he just left before I was born. Okay. I didn't know what the story was be- oh, no. behind it. I'm like, I was afraid to ask, is your dad dead? Or? <laughs> the jokes are great though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as fucked up as it is. <laughs> uh, big news. We have a new logo. Yes. Bigger news. I'm glad you hit the right button. <laughs> Bigger news, as long as it doesn't get trademarked and taken away from someone else, we're going to film a show with Lupe tattooing the logo on my ass. <laughs> I didn't agree on the ass. Uh, find another body part. And not your dick, either. You can't look at that something that small. You won't be able to fit. The three, <laughs> three lines are done. You need a real fine uh, <laughs> Fine <tattoo>. line. <laughs> uh, needle gun. Needle gun for a needle dick. <laughs> you chuckled. The crickets don't matter. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the the logo's finally uh, finally amazing. official. I like it. Um, I had the damn thing drawn out for like two weeks. I just Thanks never to got the around. Guy Jesse told you about. Yeah, I never got around to doing it. Which it was. So we gonna we gonna promote the guy? Like you gonna let his name out there? Is he secret? Is he quiet? Fucking name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it's on Fiverr. Oh. I can't remember the guy's name. It's cool looking. It, it kind of like mixes horror in it with it looks like you know dripping blood, yeah. and it's got the brain like for your thinking and thoughts and shit. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's what I was telling because James had texted us, and I was like, "Yeah, it was just a night that I was I was uh, half half asleep or, or tired or some shit, and I just pulled out my drawing pad and I started drawing shit up, and I realized when I sent." The artist, the artwork that I drew, I, was gonna say, I spelled thoughts wrong. I was gonna say, did Lupe show you the original drawing? No. <laughs> and I like you spelled it T H O U G T S. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the G, or even better, thoughts. <laughs> Impulsive thoughts. Those are the best kind. <laughs> what What is Lupe after he got divorced? Hmm. A thought. Impulsive thought. <laughs> That's not true. You have no proof of that. True statement. <laughs> I so I have a segue for you before we announce the subject. Okay. Do you see what I'm wearing right now? The yeah. It's the fight Dixon Dixon flannel Friday. Mm-hmm. It's pink in honor of Valentine's Day, which just passed. I figured it's appropriate for today's episode. It's very appropriate. It is so. That being said, since you're getting so much better at Instagram, you can take a picture of my flannel (laughs) (laughs) and post it. And this is Dan's Valentine's Day flannel. Easton and Ryland have one that matches me. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I bought it. Easton wears it at least once a week. She wears it, goes in the dirty clothes, gets washed, or, you know, whenever it's washed, she wears it literally the very next day to school when she sees it's clean again. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, do you like it? She goes, I love it, Dada. I mean, you you felt them. So it's soft. So it's it's not like an itchy shirt. She loves it. She wears it all the time. Speaking of Dixon, uh, thank you for letting me know during the halftime show at Super Bowl that they had 50% off and I ended up buying four more. Nice. So I got four more coming. This episode brought to you by Dixon. Yeah. Dixon flannels. <laughs> so I, I, I was I'm talking to James. And I, I, back to your favorite holiday part. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's telling me what he's doing this weekend and something for um, that holiday. Yeah. Mark and I go, uh, I go, yeah. Danny said his favorite holiday is Fat Tuesday. He goes, nice. Is he Polish at all? I said, no. He just likes eating. I am Polish too. <laughs> oh, oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. No, he but just, I do just likes like eating. eating. I like, I like the the punchkis. Oh man, oh, Calumet Bakery. Every every year for, I mean, as long as I can remember now, but at least eleven years at Roscoe coming home from Chicago. I I when I lived in 
Hammond. I think I was in Lansing still for a while. I get off on Torrance, and I'm going to Killian Bakery to get 12. Never had one. Oh, They're good. God. I mean, it's pretty much a, a jelly-filled donut. not a fan of, like, jelly-filled donuts. You get the whatever filling. What is I get, wrong with you? I get the cream cheese ones or even the Bavarian cream in there. Oh. They have the uh, chocolate. Jamie likes the chocolate ones. Um, Jamie likes some of the apple ones or the other fruit Don't they ones. have, um, what is that, Nutella-filled ones, too? Now? I don't know. I'm not a big Nutella fan, so I won't mm-hmm. eat that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm playing. I do the Bavarian cream or the or the custard or it's custard or cream cheese filling. Both of those taste similar but different. So see, I'm the the strawberry or raspberry filled ones. That's what the Jamie likes the strawberry ones, raspberry too, I think. And I haven't had one. Jeez, it's been it's been a while since I actually had one. I always it's like you'll see. I'll probably I'll give it to you to put on the gram too. I always I shared this picture once of me with like the twelve in front of me and like. In front oh, of it like yeah. this, with with like the powder all over me, and Jesse superimposed it and made it look like I had cocaine all yeah. over me. <laughs> and he, he posted on Facebook, which one's the real picture? And he put them side by side, and everyone's like, "Hmm, I'm gonna go with the cocaine one." <laughs> Should have just superimposed you into the Scarface scene. That's another one I. He share. has another one that's yeah. similar to that, except I, it's not Dan. Yeah, it's it's the actual El Pacino in front of a, a mound of punchies. Oh. Yeah. But yes, Donnie, my dad is mostly Polish and Scottish. So. Oh, I just figured Mexican and Irish. Oh, that's what I think. Everyone thinks I'm Irish because of the no, red beard. Yeah, and I know he's not Irish because every time uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day comes around, he has that profile picture on Facebook that says honorary Irishman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, everyone assumes. Now, Brandon, who's got all the red hair, he he gets Irish from his mom's side, but his mom is, you know, my aunt-in-law. She's not my dad's, my dad's brother was his, his dad, so Brandon's got the Irish and the Scottish, get him all the red. Jeez. But yeah, so, and then it's funny, my mom once did a, uh, she looked up like something about, about the red beards and I can't remember what it was, so I'm going to sound like a moron. But something about why, like, how mine went white, and it's because of the whole Scottish thing, or something with the red beards and Scottish, something different than I, I don't know. I so, thought it went white just because you're getting older. Well, that is, too. But it's weird how it's only right here. Do you see that? It's not the sideburns. It's, it's not your head. It's not my head. It's yeah. literally where my goat, if I shared and had a goat shaved and had a goatee only, it'd be right there. And that's, it. not even my mustache is white yet. It's literally the, the, the right there, the flavor saver. <laughs> <laughs> Just shave like your dad and just do the handlebars. It won't work for me because if I, it's right here. It's, there's nothing by the lips, so the mustache doesn't even connect. It's oh. we, I, it's my facial hair sucks. <laughs> like Jesse's, I was just stopped at his shop yesterday, yesterday, the other day, and and I'm telling him to his face. I've said before, I'm jealous of his beard. His when he lets it grow, grows straight and down and yeah. majestic. Mine, when I let mine grow, it gets bushy and goes wider instead of like longer. So I'm like, yours ah. reminds me of. Uh... What's his name on Sons? Oh, Opie. Oh, Bobby Elvis. Well, I was Bobby Elvis for Halloween yeah. one year, and I shaved like this on purpose. I let you know, like I, I, because I said it gets bushy. I don't mind the length in the middle, so I'll, I'll trim down the sideburn area and let the middle stay long. And yeah, I was when my hair was longer, I wore a wig actually, and I was yeah, I was Bobby Elvis. That was hilarious. I remember that. And, and Jesse then, was Jesse Opie. Jesse was Opie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we were at Books that day. Yes, we were. You were used, yeah, you used the vest that I eventually gave you. Yeah, you gave it to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you took your patches off and you left the R.I.P. Opie on Yeah. There. So, yes. And I think I left the... Uh, the Bobble and Bark yeah. one, I think. So maybe you left the Bobble and Bark but took your R.I.P. Opie. No, 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 I left that one on there. Oh, okay. It's in my closet. I haven't worn it in a while because <laughs> I haven't gone riding in the cold. <laughs> or ever in the last year. I was going to say, Dan, Dan <laughs> is a fair, uh, fair weather rider like me. I don't really ride in the cold that often. I I don't mind it. It's just I I don't do the highway. So and yeah. and then but when I do like all the roads back here, when we go for a real ride, it usually was from Lansing to Crown Point. Mm-hmm. And 45, 50 to 50 to 50 uh, miles per hour is real cold when it's 60 or lower out there <laughs> yeah. without a windshield. So well, I'm sure Lupe will try to go riding next week when it's supposed to be 61. Yeah, I wanted to bring my bike home Wednesday from my dad's house, but it didn't get as hot as it was supposed to, and it was windy as fuck. So also going to my brother's shop, when I get my bike, we can go there. It's it's straight west back roads, mm-hmm. and then three miles on I fifty seven, and then you're there. So it, it you know it's not I I guess I kind of am afraid of the highway because I haven't done it yet. But I feel three to five miles on 57 will be a good starter for me. That's the best highway to do it on a motorcycle. Right. I, right. I, I don't like fucking with 94. Yeah. 
Fuck 94. I mean, I, I've done it. I rode to work once. Yeah. But mm, it's sketchy because yeah, well, people yeah. drive like assholes. Dan Ryan. Yeah, Dan Ryan is not. In, yeah. But 57. And, and I think I think I'm more afraid of actually like the, the entrance and exit ramps that holding that turn that long. Oh. <laughs> because I, I when I first got my license, I did turns really good. I didn't, They didn't scare me. I leaned like crazy. Uh-huh. But now, like, it's been, so since I don't ride as much, I feel like I'm not as good in my turns. So I'm afraid, A, I won't turn hard enough, and, I'll, and or I'll be going too fast. Like, I don't mind slowing down. The people behind me can slow the fuck down yeah. or whatnot because I'm on a bike whatever, and I'm just afraid that I'm not going to lead enough. I'm going right over the edge of the of the exit or entrance. Really ride, and all of a sudden I see I, Danny going, yeah. what the fuck? I just see, I just, Son of a bitch. I just drive past you one, guys one day. I just see Danny get off his bike and walk it up the, <laughs> yes, up the exit ramp. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waving cars around him. Oh, but yeah, some of the bikes at Jesse's shop, some of the newer ones, I, there's, they have a new bike called the the Breakout. It's not new; they've had that model for a while, and mm-hmm. oh, it looks the fat tire on the back looks fucking. What bad. uh, what is this? The 120 year, 120th, right? yep. So they came out with a 120 cubic inch motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now I was like, no shit. Yeah, bike things. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how Lupe feels when I talk about sports. Yes. Mainly football. Well, I, I know you talked to Jesse. You're you're showing him the pictures of your uh, your your tire burn or whatever when you mm. your, when you fell riding Nikki's bike. Oh yeah, that's oh. right. So that was, that, was, that was a bad one. That was a rough day. That was a rough day. Yes, not for me, but uh-huh. that was a rough day. <laughs> Shouldn't have worn shorts. No, no dumbass. Not only sh- shorts. Like I mean, they were basketball shorts <laughs> of all things. Even when I was at my most comfortable riding, I would not wear shorts riding. I wear tank tops, and I'll wear shirt shorts. Well, I didn't know any better. I never rode before. <laughs> yeah, true, but whoever this... let you on the bike <clears throat> shouldn't have let you well, wear it, no, me. it was more so Nikki's dad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I had no blame. <laughs> I mean, he not... was there, but it was more so I was so there, Nikki's but it was dad. more so Nikki's dad. <laughs> and the only thing I, guess I said after he... Uh, came in the house and everything. I was like, I should have told you to put pants on. Nice, but I didn't. Nice. That's a good friend. At least I didn't have like sl- I had real shoes on. I didn't have like slides on. Uh, yeah, that that was surprised about <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> like I do now with <clears throat> my hoodie and sweatpants. Yeah. Wait, you have sweatpants on? Mm-hmm. You're not wearing shorts. I did. Well, you came straight down. I was still in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm surprised. Was it too cold for you or something? Because usually no. 10 below is your limit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Anthony always tagging me in the picture every year. Of the kid walking like the in the snow fat with the hoodie. kid walking in the snow with those basketball shorts on and hoodie. <laughs> uh, so I, I hijacked your intro then. So let me let me steer the pod back on course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day, my dicks in flannel. Yeah. Why is that important today? So, since Valentine's Day just passed, um, we originally were going to talk about um, the Nothing. Titanic. No, we weren't. And Dan being... <laughs> no, we weren't. <laughs> Dan being Dan... And I don't I sh- even know I sh- what we're talking about today. I should honestly like expect this from Dan because Dan's a dick, like <laughs> 95% of the times. And all he said was, oh yeah, it was a big boat that sank. <laughs> And then I said, wait, also, they're still trying to find the ruby or sapphire that was oh, thrown yeah, overboard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so honestly, though, the Titanic really fucking interests me because when me and Jamie and the girls and all the kids, actually, we took all of them, we went to Gatlinburg. Right outside of Gatlinburg is uh, Pigeon Forge, and mm-hmm. they have a Titanic museum yeah. there, and we went to it. And unfortunately, Riley, no, Eason started having a temper tantrum out of nowhere, so we had to like rush through it. But it was they had, and the one in Pigeon Forge has the most relics from the Titanic still existent in one location. No shit. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. So yes, the shit's cool. It was just yes, me being me through text <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we are we are talking about the Saint Valentine's Day massacre that happened. In oh, that's right. You did. Someone did say yeah. that. Yes, I, I did. Which fun fact would, that I always like to mention? Uh, my grandma was born on that day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, fun fact, we visited the location of St. Valentine's Day Massacre coming up. Jamie's birthday, we always, I like, because we love Halloween and horror shit, Lupe can attest to this, mm-hmm. I love trying to do something scary every year for her birthday or 
horror related and the very first year we started it was a murder and serial killer tour of chicago and one of I the stops do that. It well, was we, it's funny we created i created my own tour they either had you can visit serial killer locations or haunted locations and i asked the tour guy i said hey is there any way we can do both and she's like oh that's a great idea so when the tour is all over she's like we're going to use your idea a lot. We're going to combine haunted and serial killers in the one tour again. Like, so are you getting royalties or, no. <laughs> you know, you listen to this. Here's another interesting thing. So the lady that did our tour, do you remember her? The, the, yeah. She had her own show for a while on sex talk or something. Yes. HBO yeah. or Cinemax or something. And now she's on, she's on Instagram still. And I can't remember her name. I'll have to look it up. And she does like all kinds of like, she has her own sex podcast and gives no advice shit. about sex and all this shit. I'm like, holy cow. Because she was so cool during the tour. Like, she Could you hung with us and everything. Could you imagine that in during the tour? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, so this is where I got laid, and yeah. that's where H.H. H. Holmes killed all those people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and that's, that was the first time I learned about H.H. Yeah. H. Holmes. Over there. That's another one we got to do a podcast yeah. about. So this it, is it where the same Valentine's Day massacre happened, and that's where the streetwalkers blew people in the alley. <laughs> well, do you, so I'm sure Lupe will go into it, but the little bit I do know without researching is that location isn't really there anymore it's 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 basically a tree now yeah. right yeah so it's interesting which is kind of upsetting mm -hmm. but i mean things change so yeah that's just life i guess yeah well man we, we can get into it's definitely one of the events that i love um watching things on because i uh i love the uh mafia <laughs> uh, al capone like era yeah, the Roaring Twenties and, and learning things about that. Well, you know, and tying into that, I know I keep hijacking your no, story. No, it's okay. When when we do the overnight stay, when we've done it twice now at the Crown Point Jail, um, was it not Bugsy Malone? Who did who did Johnny Depp play? Uh, it was uh, Dillinger. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. Dillinger. You know, again, another famous mafia guy stayed in. The, so there's a jail cell there. So. It's yeah, the that shit. In, it's funny that that stuff interests me when I see stuff, but I've never done any research and never read books on the you know the old school that mafia stuff, and it's interesting though. Thing. But yeah, so we yeah, and you have you gone to either one of those when we went both times? No, douchebag. Well, the first time you go to the jail one. No, the first time. Oh, the, the first time was just me, Jamie, and the older kids, because the little the two little kids weren't even born yet. Right, but I mean, I know Nikki and I were still invited, but I that was I guess a chance of snow or some shit, and we were at the time we were still plowing. Okay, well, and I know also she doesn't like scary shit like you oh, do. Yeah, do. And then the second time, I don't remember why the second time I didn't make it. I forgot the reasoning too. I didn't know you went twice. I know I went once. Well, the first time it was just last minute. Me and Jamie found it, oh. and Logan and Rain. Oh, you want to so go? I went the second time, probably. Yeah, when we had the big group for her birthday. The first time we went wasn't even for her birthday. It was just. We saw it, and it was in, in like, an October time, and that's what it was. I had asked them. I said, hey, you guys happen to do this in March? And I said, usually, they said usually they close down at Halloween and start again around March or April, depending on yeah, the weather. Cause it, there's, it was pretty chilly there. Yeah, night. there's no heat there. They have yeah. no heat, no electricity. So, well, electricity, but no heat or anything. So they're like, we like to wait till it gets warm enough. So they said, give us a – they gave me their card, give us a call, blah, blah, blah. So about – end of february right when march was starting i was like hey uh my wife's birthday is about two weeks away are you guys open and start doing it They're like yeah how many do you think you're gonna have i'm like blah, blah, blah. i think we had like 20 we had two groups of 10 so they're like yeah we'll do it for you and it was uh mm. like i said the, the first time we did it though i'm sure i i think i've told i know i've told lupe the story but it was me because when we went there was other people there it wasn't just us four only it was still other groups yeah but it was me jamie logan and rain were in like a jail cell by ourselves in the pitch black and we're sitting there and sitting there and and rain's like dad did you just touch my leg i'm like no you see i'm standing up i'm up and she goes oh my god and she screamed and, and, and lit i turned my light on right away there was nothing down there there was no bugs no rats no nothing she lost so something grabbed her leg another time we were up on the top where the that used to be i guess the the um the part where they held the kids Lupe, when they, you know, remember the top part was uh, like for bad kids, you know, like, uh, oh, yeah. um, what's that called? Uh, juvie, uh -huh. like juvenile hall up, hall up there. And they had us, you know, hey, while you're up here, just, hi, I'm Dan, blah, 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 how are you? Hey, I'm this, I'm, so Logan's like, hey, I'm Logan, how's it going? And then we heard back in the recording, like, hi, Logan, you're kind of cute. Like, what? Like, out of nowhere. Later on, we're moving around down somewhere, and it was just us four again. We split up from the group, and someone, you can hear in the recording, Logan, you want to play Fortnite? Which was weird because 
these fucking ghosts are dead. They don't know what Fortnite is, so that means they heard us. So it was just it was interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was cool shit, man. So, anyways, again, I hijacked the shit again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? That that works out perfect because, like I said, I wanted to uh, drag this into two episodes. See, Lube is trying to be proactive now, Danny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw that. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, we we are talking about the same Valentine's Day massacre. I am going to start with. Uh, Capone's life because well it was never proven that Capone was the whole cause of uh, the St. Valentine's Day massacre but we'll get into that so Alphonse Gabriel Capone born nine or January 17th 1899 was sometimes known as the nicknames was sometimes known by the nickname Scarface he was an Italian Italian American gangster and businessman who attained notoriety during the prohibition era as the co-founder and boss of the Chicago Outfit. Now, the Chicago Outfit was the Southside Gang, and I'm sure, I know, I read this like four or five times. I have to remember if uh, they explain, because it was actually like North versus South, mm-hmm. and which was pretty cool, because I, all I could think of is Cubs and Sox. <laughs> That's just me being me, though. Um, it's interesting, though, that you said he was known also as Scarface. Yeah. And I'll get into that. There, uh, I, I have it that. somewhere well, in here. Not, not, not really. Was it only that? But um, Capone was head of like the Italian mob, mm-hmm. and Bugs Moran was the Irish. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so let's see. His seven-year reign as a crime boss ended when he went to prison at the age of thirty-three. All because of taxes. Yeah. Tax evasion. Yep. Capone was born in New York City in 1899 to Italian immigrants. He joined the Five Points Gang as a teenager and became a bouncer in organized crime premises such as brothels and other things. Uh, In his early 20s, Capone moved to Chicago and became a bodyguard and trusted factotum. (laughs) Might have typed that wrong. Uh, For Johnny Torrio. Rory, I don't know how to say his last name. Torrio? <laughs> Head of a criminal syndicate that illegally supplied... Torrio? Huh? Torrio? T-O-R-I-O? Oh, yeah. Torrio, yeah. I was like, you're adding way too many dollars. <laughs> <out." laughs> well, he's Italian, so... Let's see. Criminal syndicate that illegally supplied alcohol. The forerunner of the outfit and was politically c- protected through the Union Siciliana. A conflict with the Northside gang was instrumental in Capone's rise and fall. Torrio went into retirement after Northside gunmen almost killed him. Handing control to Capone, Capone expanded the bootlegging business through increasingly violent means, but his mutually profitable relationships with Mayor William Hale Thompson and the Chicago Police Department meant he seemed safe from law enforcement. Uh, Capone apparently revealed inattention, such as the cheers from spectators when he appeared at baseball games. He made donations to various charities and was viewed by many as a modern-day Robin Hood. (laughs) However, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, in which seven gang rivals were murdered in broad daylight, damaged the public image of Chicago and Capone, leading influential citizens to demand government action and newspapers to dub Capone public enemy number one. The federal authorities became intent on jailing Capone and charged him with 22 counts of tax evasion. He was convicted of five counts in 1931. During a highly publicized case, the judge admitted as evidence Capone's admissions of his income and unpaid taxes made prior and ultimately abortive negotiations to pay the government taxes he owed. So you know how much this dude was worth when he died? Hold on, I gotta Capone? find it. Yeah. Do you know what he died from? Yeah. 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 It's, I syphilis, have it right? Yeah, syphilis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neurosyphilis at that. What, uh, is it what syphilis? He was, like, he was like out of his mind at yeah. the end. So he was worth, when he died, he was worth, in 1927, he was... Well, he died later that. But in 1927, he was worth $100 million. Jesus, what's that worth today? $1,719,367,816.09. Wow. He was making $60 million a year, which is equivalent to over a billion dollars. Uh... Yeah, see here, right here. Capone showed signs of neurosyphilis early in his sentence and became increasingly uh, debilitated before being released after almost eight years of incarceration. On January 25, 1947, he died of cardiac arrest after a stroke. Capone had eight siblings. Jeez. 
uh, James Vincenzo Capone, who later changed his name to Richard Hart and became a prohibition agent in Homer, in Homer Nebraska, which is ironic. Uh, Raphael James Capone, also known why, as why Ralph. Why ironic? Homer, Nebraska? Re what? Why is Homer, Nebraska? No, no, no. He, uh, he became a prohibition agent oh. where Capone was... Uh, yes, okay, yeah. I get it. I thought, I thought you were saying it was Homer, Nebraska. Isn't it? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. You made me lose my spot. Sorry. <laughs> Ralph Capone, let's see. Raphael James Capone, also known as Ralph Capone or Bottles who took charge of his brother's beverage industry, Salvatore Frank Capone, Ermina Capone, who died at the age of one, Ermino, let's see, that was Ermina? Oh, Ermina and Ormino. Ermino John Capone, Albert Capone, Matthew Capone, my father Capone. <laughs> and a lot of kids. <laughs> when did, when was TV invented? That's why they had a lot of kids. <laughs> uh, Ralph and Frank worked with Al Capone in his criminal empire. Frank did so until his death on April 1st, 1924. Ralph ran Capone's bottling companies, both legal and illegal, early on, and was also the front man for the Chicago outfit until he was imprisoned for tax evasion in 1932. Al uh, Capone showed promise as a student, but had trouble with the rules as at his strict parochial Catholic school. His schooling ended at the age of 14 after he was expelled for hitting a female teacher in the face. Hmm. Um, from 1916 to 1918, he played semi-professional baseball. That was, that was new to me. I didn't know that. He played semi-professional baseball. Uh, if he was any good. Why don't you look that up? <laughs> I wonder how hard that would be to find, though, because that's... Would I mean? I guess they would have records. Did you say he played semi-pro? Yeah. Man, I'd, I need to find out what team he played for and get like a jersey made with yeah, a number right? and name on the back. I mean, I don't think they had names back then. Um, Capone was influenced by gangster Johnny Torrio. To, here I go again, Torrio. 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 Who he who he came to regard as a mentor. Uh, Capone married May Josephine Coughlin at age, nine, at age 19 on December 30th, 1918. <laughs> uh, earlier that month, she had given birth to their son, Albert Francis Sonny Capone, who died in 2004. Damn. Yeah. Um, Capone initially became... Involved with small-time gangs that included the Junior Forty Thieves and Bowery Bro. Bow <laughs> I can't fucking talk today, bro. Uh, Bowery Bro. <laughs> Spell it out. Use your words. Bow Bow. No, I got that word right. Bowery. Uh huh. Boys. Bowery boys. <laughs> he then joined the Brooklyn Rippers and then. The powerful Five Points gang based in Lower Manhattan. Uh, Capone inadvertently insulted a woman while working the door. And he was slashed. This is why how he got the scars on his face. Capone inadvertently insulted a woman while working the door. And he was slashed with a knife three times on the left side of his face by her brother, Frank Galluccio. The wounds led the, to the nickname Scarface, which Capone loathed. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to his uh, cemetery and visit his gravesite. Where's it at? Hillside. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's. You would think I would have fucking seen that. I think in it's all Mount Carmel Cemetery. Hmm. So also, the location they said is now an, an old person's home. I'm sorry, I don't want to jump ahead, but it's in Lincoln Park. Yeah. Is yeah. that near? That's where where our route's at, right? Where my route's at. Well, my route used to be. You know what I mean. Yeah, that was four years ago, Dan. I know. I can't give it up, though. Sorry. I'll always <laughs> you be, want it back? I'll always be deuce deuce. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it back. I'll be the I'll be the DM now. Well, the only reason I'm asking is just because I, I just like you know map not map quested but did my directions on my phone and I'm trying to like zoom in to see is that is that anywhere near uh, George's ice cream? 
Uh, I think. Oh, which would be Route Eight then? I think the address, right, Route Eight now. Yeah, I think but the address was like it's twenty one twenty two North yeah. Clark Street. So that's why I don't. I'm trying to. I don't know. Anyways, sorry. Again. Twenty twenty two. Sorry, not twenty one twenty two. Which no. is funny oh, no, because twenty one twenty two. 22. Yeah. Because if he was if he was with the Southside gang, and he was born in Lincoln Park or uh. No, that's where the St. Valentine's Day Massacre yeah. happened. Never mind. I jumped ahead. Yeah, it happened on the north side. Yeah. It sounds like. In 1919, Capone left New York City for Chicago at the invitation of Torrio, who was imported by crime boss James Big Jim Colosimo. There's a lot of fucking... On today's I'm episode, sorry, Don. On the corner, <laughs> there's a food place called Mello's Carryout Burger Place. Hmm. I don't know. Don't know about that one. <laughs> Uh, Capone began in Chicago as a bouncer in a brothel where he, or where it's thought the most likely way for him to have contracted syphilis. Capone was aware of being infected at an early age and timely use of Silvarsen probably could have cured the infection, but he apparently never sought treatment. In 1923, Capone purchased a small house. Get this. Capone purchased a small house at 7244 South Prairie Avenue in Park Manor in the Park Manor neighborhood in Chicago's South Side for only $5500. Nice. In 1923. And today it would be worth well, Chicago that's Southside <laughs> I think he did also have a property in either Cal City or Burnham. Burnham I just read he had killed some people that were uh, assumed they were. So um, I don't know if you get to this, but my little bit of research that there was two people that were accused or they were suspects also. And they were heard a week later proclaiming, huh, we're the most strongest people in Chicago now. So Capone took them out and their bodies were found in Hammond. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't doubt it. $5,500 with inflation is 96000 Jeez. Which would still be really low for Yeah, right. I know, right? Right. And it was probably a big-ass house, too. That'd be for, like, a condemned house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could still get a house for 5500 but that's in Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think you want to go there. No, no offense that to our Gary be, listeners. That might be renting an apartment in uh, New York City. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Well, well, we just had this talk when I was talking about my old mortgage in Hammond. Uh, my mortgage in Hammond was cheaper something. than it was four sixty when we first moved in. Then I refinanced, and my mortgage was at five fifty. And you said that's cheaper than people pay for rent. <laughs> that's cheaper than people pay for their cars. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. During Prohibition, Capone was involved with Canadian bootleggers who helped him smuggle liquor in the U.S. When Capone was asked if he knew Rocco Perry, billed as Canada's king of the bootleggers, he replied, why? I don't even know which street Canada is on. <laughs> Other sources, however, claim that Capone had certainly visit Can visited Canada, where he maintained some hideaways. 35 of them. <laughs> but the Royal Canadian Mounted Police states that there is no evidence that he ever set foot on Canadian soil. The RCMP. The RCMP. It's the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh, I, all the podcasts I listen to, they all sh they, they'll say it once and they shorten it to that because they don't want to say Royal Canadian Mounted Police every time. Well, I think that's the only time I say that. No, so I'm just okay. saying it's, it's funny because like <laughs> I know what it means now. It's interesting. Like, anyways, sorry. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just here to give colorful comments. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure Lupe doesn't mind taking a break from reading. No, that's why when you guys jump in, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, an ambush in 19, January 1925 left Capone shaken but unhurt. Twelve days later, Torrio was returning from a shopping trip when he was shot several times. After recovering, he effective, effectively resigned and handed control, to, handed control to Capone at age 26, who then became the new boss of an organi organization that took in illegal breweries and, transportation, and a transportation network that reached to Canada with political and law enforcement protection. In turn, he was able to use more violence to increase revenue. Any establishment that refused to purchase liquor, liquor from Capone often got blown up. As many as 100 people were killed in such bombings during the 1920s. 
Rivals saw Capone as responsible for the proliferation of brothels in the city. Hmm. Um, what else do I got? Capone, uh, Capone indulged in custom suits, cigars, gourmet food and drink, and female companionship. He was particularly known for his flamboyant and costly jewelry. Hmm. His favorite responses to questions about his activities were, I'm just a business businessman giving the people what they want, and all I do is satisfy a public demand. <laughs> Capone had become a national celebrity and talking point. Capone based himself in Cicero, Illinois, after using bribery and widespread intimidation to take over town councils town council elections making it difficult for the northsiders to target him capone's driver was found tortured and murdered and there was an attempt on weiss weiss's life in the chicago loop on september 20th 1926 as i see chicago crooked politics goes back that far so does the crime well, you do know why it's called the windy city it has nothing to do with the weather i know okay wait what <laughs> Did you know that? No. It's it, called it, the Windy it, City because of the blowhard politicians, because all the lies they tell. Are filled of hot air. And yep. It's not. It has anything to do with the weather. I was today years old when I learned that. Dang, really? You didn't. I'm know serious. That? Wow. I might have heard it, and I just don't remember it. Wow. I really didn't know that, or don't remember it anyway. Chicagoan, are you? <laughs> I don't want to be Chicagoan anymore. I want to get the fuck out of this cold Chicago, bullshit. Chicagoan doesn't know the history. In. Mexican doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> I know. I harp on that all the time. <laughs> on September 20th, 1926, <laughs> the Northsiders used a ploy outside Capone's headquarters at the Hawthorne Inn aimed at drawing him to the windows. Gunmen's and several cars then opened up, opened fire with Thompson submachine guns, a.k.a. Tommy guns, and shotguns at the windows of the first floor restaurant. Capone was unhurt and called for a truce, but the negotiations fell through. Three weeks later, on October 11th, Weiss was killed outside the Northsiders headquarters at O'Banion's, former flower shop. The owner of Hawthorne's restaurant was a friend of Capone's, and he was kidnapped and killed by Moran and Drukey in January 1927. Is it Drukey or Drucci? Hmm? <laughs> I'm asking the Italian. Right. Is it Drukey or Drucci? D-R-U-C-C-I. Double C usually a chuck sound. Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Drucci. <laughs> it just yeah, sounds the funny. Double C is usually the ch sound. Like Dino Siccarelli. Oh, no, never mind. Wrong name. To <laughs> 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 dumbass. In 1928, Capone paid $40,000 to Clarence Bush of the Anheuser Bush Brewing family for a 10,000 square foot home at 93 Palm Avenue on Palm Island, Florida, between Miami and Miami Beach. $40,000 back then in 1928. And today, $699,000. It's insane how much inflation has like, mm -hmm. increased. Uh, in November 1925, Capone's consigliere Antonic Lombardo was named head of the Union Siciliana, a Sicilian American benevol benev benevolent, benevolent, benevolent. But be <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> wow, this is why I hate like reading. Right, that's why it's better to shoot from the hip. But I mean, yeah. shit like this, you want to make sure your facts are yeah. right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> we want to be a uh, benevolent, reputable podcast society that had been corrupted by gangsters. An infuriated Joe. Here's another name that's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden. Aiello. Well, that was easy. A I E L L O? Yeah. Yeah, Aiello. What? What? Why what? It, it's funny. He thought that was going to be the most difficult. That's the one he nailed. Yeah, I know. But why was that what you going to say? Why was it so easy for you? Or No, like, who has three vowels starting your fucking name? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Italians, man. <laughs> oh, and there go our I mean, Italian listeners. I mean, nothing bad against you guys. Seriously, I love you guys. First, we insult don't, our Gary listeners. Don't put a hit Italian on me. Listeners. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> uh, okay, an inferior joy, a yellow, 
who had wanted the position himself, believed Capone was responsible for Lombardo's ascension and resented the non-Sicilians' attempts to manipulate affairs with the Union. Aiello severed all personal and business ties with Lombardo and entered into a feud with Capone. Aiello allied himself with several other Capone enemies, including Jack Zuta, who ran vice and gambling houses together. Aiello plotted to eliminate both Lombardo and Capone, and starting in the spring of 1927, made several attempts to assassinate Capone. On one occasion... Aiello offered money to the chef of Joseph Diamond Joe, Esposito's Bella Napoli Cafe, Capone's favorite restaurant, to put Prusik acid in Capone and Lombardo's soup. Jesus. Reports indicated he offered between $10,000 and $35,000 and said the chef exposed the plot to Capone who responded by dispatching men to destroy Aiello's bakery on, the we on West Division Street with machine gun fire. More than 200 bullets were fired into the bakery on May, 19 May 28, 1927, wounding Joe's brother Antonio. During the summer and autumn of 1927, a number of hitmen... Aiello... Aiello... <laughs> Aiello. I was doing so good. Aiello. So mm -hmm. I was going to say, and people think today's Chicago violence is bad. Yeah, and I I think that comes, I know I know that's in here somewhere. Um, Aiello hired to kill Capone. <coughs> I fucked up. Let's see. During the summer and autumn of 1927, a number of hitmen Aiello hired to kill Capone were themselves slain. Among them were Anthony Russo and Vince, Vincent Spicuza each of whom had been offered $25,000 by Aiello to kill Capone and Lombardo. Aiello eventually offered a $50,000 bounty to anyone who eliminated Capone. At least 10 gun gunmen tried to collect on the bounty, but ended up dead. Uh, Capone's ally, Ralph Sheldon, attempted to kill both Capone and Lombardo for Aiello's reward, but Capone henchman Frank Nitties intelligence network learned of the transaction and had Sheldon shot in front of a West Side hotel although he survived the incident in November 1927 a yellow organized machine gun ambushes across from Lombardo's home in a cigar store frequented by Capone but those plans were foiled after an anonymous tip led police to raid several addresses and ar arrested Milwaukee gunman Angelo La Mantillo, and four other yellow gunmen. After the police discovered receipts for the apartments in La, La Mantillo's pocket, he confessed that yellow had hired him to kill Capone and Lombardo, leading the police to arrest yellow himself and bring him to the South, to the South Clark Street Police Station. <coughs> Sorry. Bless you. No, it was a cough, but I don't know oh. how to like, mute myself <laughs> before I do it. <laughs> Uh, upon learning of the arrest, Capone dispatched nearly two dozen gunmen and stand guard outside the station and await Aiello's release. The men made no attempt to conceal their purpose there, and reporters and photographers rushed to the scene to observe Aiello's expected murder. Chicago politicians had long been associated with questionable methods. No. And <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Not at all. And it's still not true to this day. Yeah. This is all still the lead-up to the actual massacre. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, even to the lead-up, like, the massacre's really only... Two seconds. A page and a half. A page and a half. And this was... The rest of it, like, the lead-up was way more. Well, what's interesting, because then I, what I can go into then, if you want me to, I found a lot of shit on the post over the massacre, the shit that ha happened afterwards. Oh, okay. Um... Did you get tired of sitting, Danny? Yeah. I'm looking at the chair you have over there again. It's so right there. Nice. Oh, that yellow one? Huh? The one next to the next fridge. To the fridge. Yeah, or can, whatever it is. With, with yeah, I was pointing out. Lupe's cum rag on it. I think he's colorblind. <laughs> yellow. The fuck? What color was the dress? <laughs> <laughs> Blue, gold, and white. <laughs> Wasn't it 
Yeah, it was blue, gold, and white. You either saw it gold and white or you saw it as... Black and blue. And I saw it as... I, I seen black and I, blue. I saw gold and white, I think. And then also what... what <laughs> the What you heard in the... When you played that... Uh, oh, is that the Laurel? Laurel, yeah. yeah. See, things don't change without James. We go off topic. <laughs> well, another interesting thing with that. So when we were in Gatlinburg, again, go back to Gatlinburg, we hiked a tray called Laurel Laurel Falls. Uh-huh. And I put it on there. And who was it? Was it Brandon's wife, Amber? Whatever the other word you heard, she goes, oh, you were on blah, blah, blah Falls? Like, <laughs> she made a joke out of it. I'm like, no, it was Laurel Falls, but I knew what she was getting at. You uh-huh. know, it was hilarious. That's funny. Yanni or something? Yes, like Yanni. She goes, oh, you were at Yanni Falls? <laughs> There's another one, too, like I've seen, and it shows two words. It says brainstorm, uh-huh. and the other word is, uh, I can't think of the other word, but if you think about or you read the word, uh-huh. that's what you hear. Oh, yeah, I've seen those before. That one's times. cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where was I at? <laughs> well, you, you want to do a real quick test, real quick? Sure. Okay. Um, what is, what what is? Oh, how does it go? S E E spell. C. And what is S A W spell? Saw. So what is S E E? Wait, did I do it wrong? S E E S A W E D spell. Seesawed. Yeah, but if I did it wrong, because usually you'll say wed you know they, oh. they they've sounded out different ones, so I did it wrong. That's like the what does E Y E spell? Yeah, uh-huh. I. And then what does Y E or something like that? I can't remember what it is. No, it was like Y E. Oh, something like that too. Oh. It was eyes and then yes. Oh really? Yeah, it was oh E Y E spell, and you say I, and then what does? No, what is Y E S spell? Y-E-S spell yes, yeah. and what is E Y E S? Yes, no, yeah. it's not. And that's like one of the, my favorite ones is you, you you have it written down, that word E-Y-E, and the... Um, Jesus. Way to go, Dan. Way to go. And then the word MAP, M-A-P, and then the word N-E-S-S. Oh. And you say, say the first word, spell the second, say the last. So it's I-M-A-P-N-E-S. <laughs> Anyways, back to uh, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Let me know, though, when you are ready for me to break in with uh, the new segment. Because I do have that ready to oh, go. Oh, am I the asshole? Yes. When's a good breaking point for you? Let me know. Do you want to do it now since I already interrupted everything? Sure. Good. So we now interrupt your regularly scheduled... <laughs> your regularly... Your regularly scheduled podcast. Now he's making fun of the way I talk. No, that's a... <laughs> did you ever watch the show John Leguizamo used to do? Mambo Mouth? No, it was... Um, oh, I went way back then. This was way back before then, probably. It was after In Living Color, like right around In Living Color. Oh, so it was probably around the same time as yeah. Bumble Mouth. And I can't think of what it was called, but he used, to, he used to lean heavy into his accent. He's like, we now interrupt your rescheduled program. And, he, he, you know, <laughs> anyways. So, here we go. The segment, Am I the Asshole? So, it says, last night, we planned a meeting for Mexican food to celebrate a friend's birthday. I collected our reservation and was sat. I ordered my drink and just chips and salsa while I waited. Maybe ten minutes later, the server brought over a plate of nachos. I told him I did not order them. He said, well, your friend Andrea called and said she was running very late and wanted you to get started. I said, cool. I started snacking. Pretty soon, this massive text wall started how everybody was running late, at least an hour. I told everyone I was okay and was happy to wait since I was enjoying chatting with the server. I continued to snack on the nachos. After an hour, people started to show up and the nachos were gone. Andrea got there last and asked, what happened to the nachos? I very casually said, I ate them. She looked at me in shock and said, those were for the table. They were $35. So, am I the asshole for eating an entire plate of nachos that a friend ordered for the table? First off, that's some expensive-ass nachos. Right, I want to know what the fuck's on these nachos. Like brisket or something? Brisket na- <laughs> hey, I've had brisket nachos. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, not the jerk at all, because they, everybody else was an hour over an hour late. Right, and especially if she said, have them, <coughs> start eating them, I ordered them for the table, yeah. You can't expect someone to sit there for an hour with nachos in front of them and not yeah. eat them. Not only that, like they're going to get cold, bro. Right. And, and then if all your friends are meeting, so I, I'm, guess, I'm sure there's probably more backstory, but if you're all going to be ordering food and you're splitting the bill later, 
is $35 really that much between however many people are going to be right. there? So. No, not the asshole. I don't believe in the asshole. Uh, what do you think, Don? <laughs> First, did you mention this at Ryland's party? No, I sent you guys a text message saying, hey, I have something for the new segment. That's right. I was wondering yeah. where I heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does this sound so familiar? No, she's not the asshole. I did not think so either. No. Because right. I know if it was me, I'm eating those nachos. Yeah, right. Like, for well, real. And then again, especially since this friend, Andrea, texted you and saying, hey, they're for you. I ordered them because I'm running late. Get started. Yeah. I'm sorry. Getting started on a plate of nachos, <laughs> they ain't going to last an hour. I don't care how big or small nachos are. They're not lasting enough. Because then they're gross, too, if you let them sit too long. They get all soggy. They get soggy and yeah. the chips. Oh, yeah. No. Nope. Not the asshole. So. Now, what if... No, there's there's no way I can explain that that they would be the asshole. Right. The only way ever, not even, would just be like, all right, goodbye, I'm leaving. Go ahead, play for the, yeah. the nachos. You didn't eat it all. Like, but, right. I don't know. Yeah, there's no, there, I don't see any way. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm five minutes away. I ordered nachos. Yeah, and then you house them before and they get there. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the asshole. But I want to know where the fuck they went because I want them $35 nachos. I don't want $35 nachos. <laughs> it better be nachos that do take me an hour to finish them then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On another note, the Bears just released a player. Who? Al-Quadeen Al Muhammad. He was eh. a defensive lineman. Yeah. So while we're, again, in this little break, if you had to give a percentage, Donnie, what percentage do you think it is likely they will trade fields? Zero. I don't think so either, but all these fucking experts keep it's, it's keep every article they write. It's because it's the offseason and the media has nothing better. Well, than right. But, I mean, they're leaning into it hard. Every article I've read the last two weeks, well, the Bears have the number one pick. If they decide to keep Fields, this is what they could do. If What do you mean if? They're fucking not getting rid of Fields. If they do, then, oh, I don't know. I keep saying I'll not I would be, be Bears I would be pissed if they got rid of Fields. Yeah, right. The only, the only type and Dan, of... And Dan knows me. I try to make a positive out of everything. That would not make you, me happy. Yeah, you usually You do. You you're, try. I call you the biggest homer ever because even shit that doesn't make sense, even you're like, well, what about this? No, fuck you, Donnie. You're wrong. So, <laughs> I, yeah, if they did that, I... Cause the, and the only argument I see why they would ever do it is the smallest... Well, Poles was, Fields wasn't drafted by Poles. It's not his guy. Who gives a fuck? He's a generational talent. If you ask me, let him develop some more. Anyways. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> we have anyway, many back, of money, many months. Capone, yeah. hiring people to kill people. We have many, many months to talk about football. Later. Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly. Yeah. Um, Actually. <clears throat> the this, Untouchables. <laughs> it's actually a really good movie. It is. It is. Um, didn't they have a TV show, too? I swear I remember a TV show that was called The Untouchables. You're thinking um, of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Uncrustables. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't get this kind of jokes anywhere else, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just threw you off guard. You Look did. at you can't even you, you can't even generate a thought right now. <laughs> um. With that being said, uh, that we will pick up next week on. The actual St. Valentine's Day massacre. So it's been an hour already. Yeah. Wow. So you can find us on all your major podcast platforms, and on Instagram at Three Guys Pod 2021. That won't change. Right. But you search us up anywhere else. It's uh, Impulsive Thoughts. Except for Apple for now. Until yeah. I get until that, that gets all fi fixed. So, um, yeah. With that, I don't know if any anybody else has anything else to say um <clears throat> no i'm going to play call of duty well since this is is this getting released this monday tuesday tuesday yeah so just you know you always ask before what are you guys doing this weekend coming up so I, I like to do this hey guys by the way we're recording today is february 17th so that being said this weekend my dad and rena have been married for 25 years they're renewing their vows Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the, doing that the Sunday. Kids cheering and makes it sound like it's the um. Ah, oh, shoot. What's that? What's the bill? What, what's that? What was that old like cartoon with the that explains how a bill is made? Oh, uh, I'm just a schoolhouse rock, yeah. right? Is that what it was. Oh, um, I don't know why. It just makes me think like of that. that. I don't know. Why. Oh, the yays. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, did you, not the, since we're ending the show, did you guys see my, my video of Rylan dancing? Yeah. Oh my God. She she loves that money song, Money by Lisa. And did you see her doing the yeah. throwing the dollar bills? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for coming to her birthday party last weekend. Yeah, Very it was nice. a lot of fun. It was fun. It was. Yeah, definitely was fun. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> Nothing. We'll tell you off the cast. Okay. <laughs> okay, interesting. Uh yeah, anyway, um Oh, I think I know why. I'm Lupe, joined I, I, I here with Donnie Rowe to my right. Bye. And Mr. Dano to my left. Adios. All right, guys. Chachos. <laughs> we out this bitch. Peace. I am. Hasta la vista, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Woo! Yowie. Goodbye.